Well, good evening, everyone. It is wonderful to see you all here. I am so glad you have joined us on this Christmas Eve. Uh, if you are visiting with us, my name is Brian. I'm the senior pastor here. And uh, don't panic. I know you're kind of thinking, wait a minute, didn't we come to sing and to read some scriptures? Why is this dude getting up? It looks like he's about to preach a sermon. Uh, you're slightly right, but not fully. Uh, I've been told I have five minutes to share a devotional thought because the story has already largely been told as we have read scriptures, as we have sang songs. And so I will try and stick to five minutes, um, but I would suggest you don't start a stopwatch. Maybe think five minutes in a football game, you know, five minutes of play. It takes a little while longer. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't worry. We won't be here for long. Uh, you know, tonight, for some of us, and then tomorrow, I guess, for the, the majority of us, we are going to be exchanging gifts. And that's definitely one of my favorite times of Christmas. I know that's not the meaning of Christmas, but let's be honest, gifts are nice. Uh, it's great getting something that you open up and you don't know what's coming uh, unless you've bought it yourself or unless you're like me and you know you're going to get socks somewhere in that selection of Christmas gifts. But, you know, there's still that excitement. There's still the joy of opening up. And sometimes we kind of ask, why on earth do we do this gift thing? Why do we exchange gifts at Christmas? Uh, is it to show love for family or for friends? Is it to be culturally acceptable because that's just a traditional practice and we do it without thinking about it? Why do we give gifts? Some of us might think, well, part of why we do the gifts is because of the Magi. You know, we saw it in the video, we sang about it, we read it in Scripture that when Jesus was born, the Magi, wise men, brought gifts to Jesus. And so therefore, that's what we do. And yes, in one sense, that is part of why we give gifts. But I think, I think at its core, at the root of it, why we give gifts on Christmas is because God initiated by giving a gift. God started the practice by giving his gift. We read the scripture verse already. We looked at it at length this morning. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, and that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. We give gifts because God gave first. And tonight as we've lit the Christ candle, this is the gift that I want to pause and look at for just a few moments. I'm going to read from Isaiah chapter 9. It'll be up on the screen behind me, the first seven verses of Isaiah Chapter 9, well known. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he, that is God, in the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You, God, have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, 
every warrior's boots used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Why do we give gifts at Christmas? We give because God gave first. God gave the gift of his son. And of course, that leads to the logical question of, well, why on earth did God give his son? Or as we've sung, Emmanuel, God with us, why did God willingly give up the supremacy of his deity, the infiniteness, the eternity, the relationship of Trinity, three in one? Why did God willingly give this up and become as one of his own creation, weak, limited, human. Why indeed? It's the million dollar question. It's a question that plagues us. And we've, we've tried to answer it for centuries. We've debated it. We've gone off on all sorts of tangents. But you know what? Jesus himself answers the question rather simply. And Jesus speaks to his disciples. And in Mark chapter 10 and verse 45, Jesus says to his disciples, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And then in Luke chapter 19, Luke records for us, Luke 19 verse 10, Jesus says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Christmas took place. Because Easter was in God's mind. God had a desire and a plan. Christmas happened because Jesus was on an all-out rescue mission to redeem, to save, to call his own. Jesus did what we could never hope to do. He bridged that chasm between eternity and us. Between our heavenly father and those who had rejected him. And why? Why did he do that? So that we would be forgiven. This is the greatest gift. It is the gift of eternal life. The gift of forgiveness of sins. Not through anything we do. But all through the incredible gift of God. In fact, this is why in that passage we just read, we all know Isaiah 9 verse 6 so well. But in verse 3, Isaiah says, You, God, have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest. This gift that God has given to you and I increases our joy. We are free to rejoice before God. Because we are forgiven and we are redeemed regardless. 
Now, I know joy gets a bad rap. And if you were here last week, Pastor Hannah did a great job of preaching about joy. And you can go check it online and kind of follow up on that. Because joy is not happiness. Now, I know for a fact that even tonight in the midst of the celebration, in the midst of the Christmas, there is sadness. Just in these last two weeks, we've had five people connected to the church who've passed away. That's multiple homes and families affected at Christmas time. Nobody wants to go to Christmas having lost a loved one. It's not happy. But yet even in the midst of that, we can have joy. Because joy is given to us by God. Its foundation, its basis is in God. And it is this gift given to us through Jesus Christ, His Son. And therefore, we can rejoice regardless of what's seemingly taking place around us. Because we know this is not the end. Over this Advent season, as we've mentioned every single week, we don't only look backwards. We don't only look 2,000 years ago to when Christ first came. We also look ahead. And we remind ourselves that Jesus is coming again. And it won't be confused. It won't be missed. We won't sleep through it. We will see it. And for those who have received that gift in Jesus Christ. And have received that eternal life. What a glorious day that will be. We will rejoice in the presence of God. And my prayer for you as we have journeyed through Advent and as we've read the scriptures tonight and as we've sung some of the well-known hymns of Christmas is that you too would receive that gift given to you freely from your heavenly Father who loves you dearly. Receive, accept, and believe. And great will be your joy. And indeed, we can sing that Jesus is Lord. He came to the world that we might be saved. This joyous gift, the joyful truth of Christmas. And in Him, we can rejoice. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank You for this incredible, this unspeakable, this matchless gift that You first gave. In fact, we read in Scripture that while we were still sinners, while we were separated, while we were alienated and distant from you, you sent your Son. Jesus, you came to earth to reconcile your people to their heavenly Father. And you offer this gift of life to each one of us. This is the meaning of Christmas. Regardless of what the Hallmark movies tell us, regardless of what the shopping malls tell us, regardless of what the world tries to tell us about Christmas, Jesus, you are the reason for Christmas. And God, I pray that this Christmas we would once again receive that gift. And for those who have never accepted it and never opened it, that this Christmas they would do that. And they would discover life in you. And they would learn to rejoice in your goodness. And we don't make light of those who, for whom Christmas is not a happy time. I pray that even in those painful places and those sorrowful moments, that those people would discover your presence. And even in that valley of the shadow of death, they too would learn to rejoice. 
And they would sing and tell of your joy. Oh God, this Christmas time, help us to tell the world what we have received in Jesus Christ. For we ask it in your name. Amen.